Hello, good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. Tonight we continue in our 21st season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 816. Our guest this week from Huntington, West Virginia, is Alan Corduroy Brown. Corduroy's debut album, Let Me Know, won Appalachian Album of the Year, which featured artists such as Arlo McKinley, among other rising Appalachian players. Corduroy Brown makes music who fans love for, among other things, the way it puts them at ease. Truth to tell is that music also puts Alan Corduroy Brown at ease. The music he makes now is an outpouring of the lessons he's learned from the life he's led and the things he's been through. I know you're going to enjoy the music and conversation this evening brings on Red Barn Radio. I'm glad you're here, and I'm especially pleased Mr. Alan Corduroy Brown and his band is at the center of it all. Welcome Corduroy Brown to the Red Barn stage. When it's gone, never thought I'd see the light of day. I'm moving on, won't be coming back again.
to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Tonight on Red Barn Radio, we have with us Alan Corduroy Brown and his bandmates. Alan is a guitarist, singer, and songwriter from Huntington, West Virginia. His lyrics are very thoughtful and I know will not only make you feel good, but also help you to think. He had to reset his perspective, Alan did, in 2021 when an experience he had from which he made a full recovery caused him to reset his perspective and also to explore in his lyrics and themes of mental wellness and a willingness to live life to the fullest. This is a message all of us can stand to hear now in these days when we seem to have forgotten what we have in common, why we enjoy being together, and why music is the universal language. While Corduroy Brown is a singular individual, he likes to travel and perform with his dear friends Chris Barker and Jacob Barr, also known as the Water Buffalo. Let's welcome these fine fellows to the Red Barn stage. Corduroy Brown. Sometimes you write songs uh, that mean something at one point in your life, and sometimes it means something completely different now. They said, for that falls around me, my feet they fall in my foundation falling down For I spent Every little moment Confusing all my nothings Who I am now Don't know what to say now I've been on the way out to say now it's not easy I can feel the things that I failed anymore cause I won't say just stay in my head no I can't my hands are tied and I saw just what it came to be Oh, 
with Alan Corduroy Brown here on Red Barn Radio tonight. Alan is the uh, lead singer and the writer of the songs. Chris Barker is here on bass. And then Jacob Bard's back on drums. Great to have you guys here. When we talk, may I call you Alan? Is that the way you like to go? Or do you uh, like to some go people Corduroy? call me Alan, some people call me Corduroy. It's just well, What do you like? Uh... If you know me for over a year, you can call me Alan. But then, if you if you don't, maybe we're just corduroy. Maybe we're just corduroy. I don't corduroy. know. Corduroy. All right. Yeah, Haven't known you. First name's Charles. Next time you're Charles. next time you're back, uh, it'll be Alan yeah. or Charles. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I wonder if we might start by um, having you tell us a little bit about your your early life, those formative years for you growing up in Huntington. Yeah. Well, Chesapeake, right? Ohio. So right across the bridge from Huntington, West Virginia. Okay. Gotcha. I never played music till you know later in high school, and no one in my family is musical at all. So I don't know where the bug bit me somewhere, but it did through middle school and stuff. And you know, I, I remember like sitting under my parents' like living room table watching Michael Jackson perform. And I also grew up in church, so always surrounded by music. So maybe that's wow. where it all comes from. But I feel like some people have cool stories of like, oh, my grandma used to play piano in the house or something. Well, no, I didn't have that. I just I liked what I saw, and then I was like, man, one day, uh, maybe one day, I guess I can figure it out how to do that. Huh. You say your family wasn't musical at all. I, I take it by that you mean they didn't play instruments or they weren't players of music right, or performers yeah. of music. But on the other hand, they provided you with some soundscape in your house. Even later on, my mom got me a Fender CD60 acoustic guitar. It was black. It's from a pawn shop back in Huntington. And later I found out that they actually ripped her off big time and she didn't know any better at the time. And that pawn shop is now closed. So haha, you can't uh-huh. rip my mom off without <laughs> You know what I mean? You then, pay. I, then I met this man Chris Barker. This is my main man Chris, man. We've been through every season. We met him in college and what what was some of the stuff we play back in the day, man? Like tell him in the mic. Uh we used to play a lot of Cage Elephant, like the first two albums of Cage Elephant. From Bowling Green, right? Kentucky? Yeah, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Oh. And I think we played every song on those first two albums. <laughs> there was a little guitar shop in uh, in Ironton there and we would play every single song.
So, Chris, when did you, the two of you meet? In college. We yeah. went to Ohio University together. And what were you both doing at Ohio University? Goofing off in math class. <laughs> Goofing off in math class. That's yeah. when you met? <laughs> it was in math? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we both, same major, and uh, we just started, I think I started exposing you to some really weird music. Like, <laughs> Primus? Yeah, Primus and stuff like that that he, <laughs> he'd never really heard much of, and we just hit it off and... At the time, I just played drums, but then he actually kind of helped me get into bass, and huh. yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you guys sort of fed each other yeah, that yeah, way. Very much. Church for you. What, what kind of church was that that you grew up in? Just a plain old, you know, Baptist church. The thing is, the first church when I was little, they only allowed piano and organ. It was a very conservative, very, like... If you brought a guitar in the church, it was like, oh boy, oh, I don't know. Hearing the harmonies and hearing the different layers of the church choir and stuff, uh, I could pick those out and I could hear them. And like, even if I didn't understand them at the time, I knew there was something unique happening there. And it always fascinated me. I wish I could harmonize really cool like those, you know, ladies in the church. I never quite got that part down though, however. I'm some days that I don't think. Maybe some days I don't i 
<laughs> Once you started picking up on the harmonies and hearing the different parts and the hymns, did you gravitate toward the um, the tenor part or, or the bass part? I can't sing bass at all. You, this man can sing some bass. Though. Chris can sing bass. Oh man! So I guess that's where it all started. Was just I mean, it, it was like one of those things where it didn't matter what happened. Your butt was going to church in the morning. Mom said, "Get up, we going." So we went. <laughs> Did you like to go? I, I loved it, yeah, and I still go to church. I still play at church back at home every Sunday in South Point, which is right down the road from Chesapeake, Ohio. So yeah. It's always been a part of it nice. in some way. When you and Chris met, were you both just at that point in time sort of entertaining the idea of like, hmm, what would it be like to be out performing and playing a lot? I don't think we ever even thought about a band for a long time. I joined a band he already had going a few years ago. You know, we kind of like went our separate ways and came back uh -huh. musically. So I had done marching band and everything through school. And then I got in college and I wasn't, you know, OU where we were at didn't have a, like a marching band or anything. So I kind of had this void musically. 
and that was that was when he showed up. So. Well, you weren't playing electric bass in the marching band. What were you playing? I played snare drum for four years. Good foundation. Yeah, yeah. Keeps us on time a lot. <laughs> well, it's important for yeah. a bass player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wake up in the morning. Hope I never have to see this lonely place again. Am I over it? Sure, remind me. new corduroy and red barn contrast the writing you do now and what you used to think about what you were sort of consumed with in your lyrics 
I think so. The, the first album was more me like trying to express like how frustrated I was with myself uh-huh. and over and over again. And I didn't know how to get them out other than talking about all the things that I just wanted to change internally. And I think even with some of the new stuff, I think even Chris the other day said, dude, you like overall, you're just happier and in a different place. And maybe it's because of that experience or maybe it's just as you get older, you learn how to just figure yourself out. But the music we're writing now, I think overall is happier. I think there's still like a dichotomy with it. I think some of the greatest songwriters can write fun, upbeat songs, but be talking about really serious things. And that's, I've always tried to do that. Like Sia, the girl that sings Chandelier. I listen to a lot of female artists, honestly, but Mm. like people who can write with that dichotomy of like, man, this music is saying one thing, but like if you really listen, there's a lot more meat and potatoes underneath of that. It still takes me forever to write songs though. I I mean, I want to just mean what I say. I don't ever want to just phone in a song and sometimes it takes me way too long to write a freaking song. Sometimes songs just hit you in the face and you have to roll with them. One of the ones we played earlier, it's called When I Wake Up. That one hit me like within a day. And I was like, okay, yeah, I got it. Like, I even showed my girlfriend Simone the little lick that's in there. She's like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, okay, we're running with it. And then some songs I've been struggling with. Every morning breathing, I've got money in the bank. Friends and family and Jesus still got plenty more left to say. Life and love, none else I could think of. Caught up in my feelings here on Red Barn today. Yeah. At least I can die happy. Southern style. We'll be right back.
Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, Southern style. forget the cardio section of that song, Chris. 
Luckily, I can't, I'm too, a little too tethered for this one. But I'm out of breath now. Uh, no. <laughs> Water buffalo is out of breath. What? Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I keep learning lessons from everyone around me. More and more about myself, things I shouldn't be. If you could ever reach me from high above the clouds, out of sight, out of mind, I like the way that sounds so things ain't always gold well maybe now you know well I keep hanging around this place I'm holding myself down with no faith and I swear I know what's good for me just in case well I keep hanging around hanging around so far I've been guessing I'm in a third degree using all my blessings things I shouldn't be and I'm moving slow to catch them eluding every bow Forging all the heavy stones I've learned to keep around So things ain't always gold But maybe now you know I keep hanging around This place I'm holding myself down With no faith I swear I know what's good for me Just in case But I keep hanging around Hanging around Corduroy, was there somebody in your high school who sort of recognized your passion for music and your desire to get into that? Not necessarily a teacher. And I can't read music. Oh, I can read music kind of. But I never played in a marching band or anything like that but I remember there were like a couple kids that would bring guitars to school and they were like heavy metal like flying v guitars and I was like they were showing me some basic stuff and one of my friends Paul Martin I ran into him the other day he had like this big giant red flying v and he would bring it to school sometimes and he'd be like well if you put your fingers here on this port it'll make this and I was like oh okay cool and then I played basketball in sports my entire life up to my junior year of high school and suddenly, uh-huh, so you're and, a sports guy. Instead of yeah, so suddenly instead of spending every second of my life running for my life, I was playing a lot more fun uh, things and doing a lot more things with relaxation and guitar. So I didn't feel like sweating all day, is what I'm saying. I didn't feel like <laughs> constantly conditioning and that. So I was like, man, I'm gonna pick up some music. So do you have some promise as a hoops player? No, not really. I mean, like I played a AAU ball and traveled a little bit, but uh, I was all right. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't very good at basketball. <laughs> I remember my, my mom and dad when I was really traveling for basketball they were like yeah doctor said you're supposed to be like six 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 seven and I ended up uh, whopping six two so aspirations didn't go very far in the NBA yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has treated me pretty good though yeah yeah well in 2021 that you did your first album your debut was that as Corduroy Brown as Corduroy yeah as Chris had said we had been in other bands before but the the debut album came out in August of 2021 called Let Me Know by Corduroy Brown the whole idea between the album Let Me Know was like so many people in my life had always said that phrase let me know 
and they meant it is the cool part. And if you really think about what that phrase means, it's like you're saying I, I yield to whatever you need. And so many people in my life have been so fortunate and blessed and maybe it's good karma that I've put out. Who knows? I've been so lucky that so many people have said that, that phrase to me and meant it, let me know. So that's why there's so many different hands that got put in that album and so many different people that made that album happen. Oh, I love that. Make your decisions and cast out your blame And carve out the headstone that carries my name Cause I've not claimed perfection I've simply worn out my welcome So I'm going here just disappear It's not what I wanted It's all that I knew What's on the surface Was hiding the truth I should be grateful just be alive It's easy to fake it to get through the night Cause I've not claimed perfection Simply worn out my welcome So I'm going here Justice appear You turn all the mirrors Keep up the good fight Say what you will Say whatever you like You point all the fingers You point all the blame In the years holding on to the hate Cause I've not claimed perfection I've simply worn out my welcome So I'm going here To justice appear Back in 2021, we talked about a little bit before we started recording was like the whole COVID thing and COVID, man, those years are such a blur almost. It was the weirdest time for me at 32 now, COVID was the weirdest thing ever. And what happened is, you know, I got really, really sick with COVID. It was like a cold. It was like a small cold for me. I go back to work about three weeks or so, nothing, no big deal. A little bit more time goes by a couple weeks. I notice my lymph nodes are swollen, my kidneys hurt and kind of nauseous, not feeling great. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Let me wait a day. And I keep getting worse. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the doctor and go get antibiotics or something, some kind of just whatever, you know, whatever's going around. Originally they said, uh, yeah, no, just take some medicine. You're good. So I went back to the hospital about 10 hours later and shortened it up a little bit, at least, um, 
ended up being admitted, and then a few days later ended up being put on a ventilator uh, down in Huntington at a hospital there. They made a decision when I started plummeting even more to life flight me to Morgantown, West Virginia, where they put me on a type of life support called ECMO. ECMO is where they basically take the blood out of your body and they reoxygenate it and put it back into your body because nothing was working. So at the time, I had heart failure, liver failure, kidney failure, and lung failure all happening as a COVID complication. And there's this thing called MIS-A. It's like, I still don't even to this day, don't even know what it stands for. But at the time, there was like 30 people in America who had ever experienced that. And so this was like a pretty new thing as far as that, that being a complication of COVID. At, at the time, I was 30, but even at 30, I had so many regrets that I hadn't done everything I wished I'd done. That was the heaviest feeling of it all was I might not have more time. And because there were these moments where just like out of a movie where all the people are rushing in and hooking up and, oh, he's flatlining. Like, that was real. And that was so bizarre. I remember crying my eyes out talking to a chaplain in the room. And generally when they do that, they're trying to get your soul right with God. You know, when people talk about seeing like a white light when they die or going through, that's completely real. Against the infinite white background with all that. There was just, I could see, I could see myself, but I wasn't touching the ground in this infinite white space. And there was like this little, I hate to call it a ball of energy, but that's kind of what it was. It was just this dark black, just like ball object. Couldn't interact with, but I could acknowledge it. And I could acknowledge that I wasn't on the earth anymore. I knew that in that state, wherever I was. And then I watched that little ball of energy slowly go way, way, way out into the distance to where I couldn't see anymore, but it took a long time. I just remember them talking to me saying, hey, Mr. Brown, Mr. Brown, hey, you're in Morgantown. Hey, you know, like Mountaineers, like WVU, trying to give me some kind of, and I could hear it, but I, I mean, I wasn't there yet. I could hear some people talking to me and they explained like, oh, those giant red tubes that are in your hips, those are what's pumping your heart for you. And I mean, I was attached to so many things. I had so many lines ran. And even today I got mad about something so small and I was like, stop. At the end of it, it's not worth it. It, and it's truly not. And I couldn't help but think how much time I spent wasted, not because I didn't do crazy things like skydive or whatever, like, but just how much time I spent being upset about the dumbest little things instead of just living. And I wonder what, would, what life would be like if I would flip that and say, okay, that's not worth it. Let's live. And I made a full recovery from that with quadruple organ failure on life support where you're not supposed to make it from life support. And I know that like when I talk to people about that or even our music is so heavily influenced with like mental health and taking care of this, I hope that whoever can hear this or whomever like knows like you have to live. It's going to be gone <laughs> regardless. So why not spend as much energy as you can? We have to live, man. We have to live. That's that's it. Well, I dream in color, I dream in red Some watercolor things I swore I meant Couldn't let go, I couldn't walk this far So I held on tight and went far beyond For me, it's not easy To see something else my dreams, yes, they tease me. I'm better off now being to myself. Because I seem to struggle to see the best. 
And forget the things I swore I meant We'll change for the better, we'll change in two Well, I started seeing my dreams in blue For me, it's not easy To see something else My dreams, yes, they tease me I'm better off now being to myself And don't hold it over me Cause I've came and went Don't hold it over me Cause you won't be missed It's not easy to see something else. My dreams, yes, they tease me. I'm better off now being to myself. I'm better off now being to myself. There were times where I struggled to be on the earth. There were times where I'd really, I mean, even self-harmed and even tried to not be alive several times in my life. It's so crazy because, like, God or whoever, whatever entity spoke to me was like, did you really want this? It was like, I'm going to take you this close. If you want it, okay, maybe try it again sometime. But if, let me show you that, like, you're meant to be here, man. And, And I don't know that there's some big grand purpose in life other than just to live and be alive, but... That whole experience just reminded me, like, okay, I, I don't want to die. I don't want to go away. Like, life's going to suck sometimes, just like it will for anybody. But it's like, why not live now? Why not? This is, this is never going to come back. So let's, let's, let's get it together, man. Yeah. Even two years now away from it, I don't know how to explain it all still. And maybe one day I'll figure it out. But you learn about how much time you used for the wrong things whether that's being mad or not taking the best you know, advantage of any situation you're given in life. And I just hope people just, like, you got to live, man. I don't know how to say that. Like, it, it sounds silly to say it, but it's like all the hippy-dippy stuff that people say. you got to love. you got to live. you got that's, that's it. That's literally it. Take me where I want, where I want to go. I don't really care just as long as we get there. Walking on the water, don't you want to just feel something? Damn, we're getting older and we're losing friends. Some dare to say that it's human nature. Making our decisions, burning bridges just where they should.
to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for our program. First, Corduroy Brown and his band, our guest on tonight's program. We are also so grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully each week. And I want to shout out especially this evening to a staff member, Kate Heinen, who has been with Red Barn Radio for many years. Kate always brings a ton to the table. We are going to miss Kate a great deal and wish Kate well as she moves on to a new chapter in her life. That's Kate Heinen. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and those listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. 
Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests and our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. And now before we close out our program, let's bring back Corduroy Brown for one more tune. All right. the Red Barn for having us here today, man. It's been an absolute blast. Like I said, man, life is short. Life is fragile, man. You gotta, gotta make sure to live. You gotta make sure you spend the time appreciating the things that you got. It can be taken away so quickly, man. I know it from firsthand, at least. This is what I say when I say that. I say, The joy comes with sunrise in the morning. We bake through the night. And this thing sure won't last forever we'll be just fine and joy comes with sunrise in the morning weeping through the night this thing for sure won't last forever we'll be just fine joy comes with sunrise in
Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world.